Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, and North Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is the Good News Show. And good afternoon. Welcome to the Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM, Guadalupe Radio Network, May 18th, 2020. We are in the sixth week of Easter, and uh, Easter is starting to wind down now. So happy Easter to you. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Dave Palmer is my name. Cecil Anderson running our board as usual. How you doing, Cecil? Good to see you. Doing well. Uh, all right. We have got a really, really packed show. And so you and I are going to kind of like really z- z- okay. zippily roll through a few things. <laughs> okay. That word up. Okay. Uh, yeah. First of all, uh, we got a, we got an email from Nikki at Sacred Heart Bookstore yes, today. So and uh, she said uh, Sacred Heart Books and Gifts. And she was a guest on the show two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks ago. She said they are open to the public. Uh, for Ooh. your safety and convenience, they will still offer to-go orders by phone or email uh, for mailing and curbside pickup. Further developments, updates, and virtual shopping merchandise photos can be found on their website, sacredheartdallas.com, or you can call them, 972-250-2100. So things are starting to open up. Yeah, That's a good sign. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. so rush over to Sacred Heart. Definitely. Rush. I don't know about Little Angels and... Some of the other Catholic bookstores around, uh, St. Francis Family Bookstore and yeah, uh, Grand Prairie, sure but uh, get get over there and support them and all of our sponsors as well. Uh, let's see, Summer Speaker Series is July 18th. It is. It, it's on. July 18th, Dave. You just gave, a, an, uh, I think, a date from a previous year. Uh, July 18th? Oh, is it, it's the 23rd, oh, isn't it's it? A, it's a, oh, is it 23rd? Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm so confused. Okay. I think last year it was the 18th. Okay. I think it was, it was an 18th at some point in time, yeah. for okay. sure. Okay, well, I'm good. The, the further we can push it back, the better. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, July 23rd. I'm sorry, you're right. That's okay. Uh, Monsignor Charles Pope is the speaker, right? Yes. It's okay. so exciting. It's okay, not, not Father Spitzer. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, and then also, what else? Uh, quick update on a Facebook page. Yeah, our Facebook page. We have 287 uh, members. It's a Facebook group. Everyone can uh, join and can post updates about things happening in their uh, all the Catholic things that are happening in DFW area. You can go to Facebook.com, type in GRN DFW, and ask to join. We have 287 members. It would be lovely if we reached 300 today. Yeah, this is getting kind of embarrassing because last we're, last week we were trying to get to 300 yeah, and we're we didn't still get trying there. To get to 300. I think we've kind of like stonewalled at this like. Two, the 280 era, we're just stuck here. Yeah. We need to get yeah. over this hump, and then all will go great from here. <laughs> yeah, so Facebook.com, uh, go to the DFW page, just uh, ask to be a member. Cecil will say yes, and you're in, and let's see if we can get to 300 before the end of the show. All right, uh, one other thing. Uh, this Friday on the GRN Live show, we have Jesus, who's going to be on with us, okay? <laughs> uh, we have Jesus, the, and the, left the, it there. The, the Chosen series, I'm asking our guest who I haven't introduced yet in studio. Have you heard of this? You haven't? Okay. I've heard of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, there's our mystery guest who I'll introduce you in just a second. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Rumi plays Jesus on The Chosen. He's going to be our guest on GRN Live. That's really exciting. Thanks to Olivia Franklin. She's the one that told me about the series in the first place. It's really cool. All right. I think that's it. All right. In reverse order, our guest today at the end of the show, Kartika Refi, who interestingly um, has two parish homes, St. Mary the Virgin, my parish, and also St. Philip's, Louisville. Uh, Sissel's Great parish. two parishes to be between. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, she has opened up a counseling uh, practice called Our Lady of Good Counsel. Doesn't that just kind of make sense to, make, to name your counseling practice Our Lady of Good Counsel? So she's going to talk to us. Hey, she's here. In fact, uh, she'll be on at about towards the, in the second half of the hour. And then uh, before her, we're going to be joined via phone Masango Osong, the CEO and founder of CatholicBrain.com. And his director of content and marketing, Pete Sox, are going to join us at about 20 after to talk about Catholic Brain and also virtual VBS this summer. Okay, if you go to that website, they do a lot. I mean, they they have so much content. And so I won't belabor it, but they've been doing this for about three years with Catholic Brain. It's for homeschoolers. It's for Catholic schools. It's for anybody that wants to learn the faith, pre-K through eighth graders especially. Uh, but they'll talk about virtual VBS. And uh, before that even, our mystery guest, whose voice you just heard, I bet some people say, oh, yeah, I recognize that voice, Monica Ashour, founder, executive director of Tobit, the Theology of the Body Evangelization Team, Tobit.org, and she is here 
Why? Why today? Well, why would she be here today? Well, if you were in our Facebook group, you'd know why. <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday right. to you. Yeah, exactly. 100 years old. So talking about... Uh, not Monica, by the way. Yeah, no, like, not, not her. <laughs> she started saying 100 years old. No, no. She's she's like 30, I think. Yeah, if she's a day over 30, I'd be surprised. So anyways, 100th birthday of St. John Paul II. Now, do we say if he was alive, or is it still his 100th birthday, right? I, I mean, would say it's still he, his... he is alive. He's more alive now than he was 20 years ago. Yeah, he said in love and responsibility, like when a spouse dies, it's not as if they evaporate. You know, mm-hmm. They still yeah. are present in a different way. Yeah, we got to really be careful how we, how, how we use our language, right? Indeed. All right, so 100th anniversary, and uh, ran into Monica at Mass yesterday, and uh, she said, hey, you know, tomorrow is the anniversary. And I said, you got to be on the show. And so this has been... Uh, kind of, you know, anyways, great, great topic. And so we have a lot to talk about. Uh, John Paul II has been, uh, he died 15 years ago. It's, yes. amazing, it's amazing to think about that. So anyways, that's the program today. 877-757-9424. 877-757-9424. Don't have much time, so let's get right into it. Uh, you wanted to tell, first off, Couple of stories about John Paul II. Uh, tell, tell us. Yeah, uh, at least one. When you said, yeah. "Have I ever met him?" Yeah. Uh, I mean, sort of. I was just touring Europe with a couple of friends, and we got to an audience, and everyone. Okay, so the Pope was finished talking, and he was walking by the par- barricades, and everyone was saying, "Long live the Pope! Long live the Pope!" In Italian, and I decided I was going to say something different, so I said. I'm from Texas. I'm from Texas. So <laughs> he stopped. Yeah. I know. Oh, he stopped when you and said that. And he said, that. oh, you're from Texas. Well, God bless you. And I got to touch his hand. Oh. So there you have it. Now, I mean, obviously it, it, it goes without saying. And those who don't know, Theology of the Body and Monica's Apostolate is based on his teachings in the early part of his pontificate on Theology of the Body, like 78, uh, 85 approximately, 82? S- 79 uh, to 84, oh, good okay. try, Dave. So, <laughs> I was in the ballpark. <laughs> see, I think our Summer Speaker Series event is on July 18th. So you see, I'm, my facts are not very good on the show today. So uh, were you... I mean, you have a huge devotion to him in this particular body of his teaching. And when you met him, had had this already started or was this before that? It had already started, but um, I had not known about it. Okay. And so, um, yeah, I didn't know the magnificent um, thing that would happen in my life because of this man who was mm-hmm. born 100 years ago today. So, But I still knew that he was magnetic and I knew I loved him. And he had visited San Antonio before and yeah. my family and I went and saw him there but um, i was young very young then uh, yeah, you're still young uh <laughs> he he was magnetic now let me let me put you on the spot um if if john paul ii was sitting in the third chair here in the studio after everything that you've done to popularize and teach his you know great uh, theology of the body what what would you what, what would you ask him or what what question if you could ask him anything so you shouldn't have put me on the spot because I'm about to cry <laughs> because I was really imagining him there. I think I would yeah. cry. Yeah. And I would probably say one of the things I said right when he died, when I found out when he died, um, I got on my knees and I said, hi, Pope John Paul, I'm Monica Ashour, and I'm trying to spread your work. Mm-hmm. And I said, thank you. You know, please pray for me and my apostolate. Um, thank you so much for your gift of self. So I probably would say that to him first before okay, I asked him yeah, a question. Yeah. I would probably say something like this. I would say, um, what's heaven like? <laughs> All the other stuff. But, but if you were to ask me about theology of the Bible, I could ask him. I would say probably, how did you know that we needed to focus on the body and its meaning? Mm-hmm, yeah. What were the inclinations? And I guess he would say something like World War II, the sexual revolution, yeah. where we started objectifying the body. Yeah. And so that's my, I, I surmise that because yeah. he didn't know all the, you know, kind of this craziness of gender ideology would be about, although even in the theology body, it almost seems like um, some of his words, like one sentence he says, we ought to be conscious of the meaning of our bodies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he said that's a, a task for us to, uh, realize that we are body persons. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a term that he invented as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, interesting. So uh, now that he has, um, he he died 15 years ago, and you know he was 
he was a legend in his own time. I mean, when he was alive and Pope, I mean, he already was incredibly popular. It's not like you have to wait, you know, to digest his. And, and I think Theology of the Body was already popular while he was alive, because like you said, he, he, you know, he wrote it early on in his, his, his he gave it in his Wednesday audiences early on in his pontificate. How has his, these last 15 years treated him? Are there some aspects of his life and his teachings that maybe have risen or, or fallen and in, in all of that? How would you say the theology of the body has, uh, you know, tested over time? Yeah, so um, a couple of things I would point to, like right away, two weekends ago, I was one of the speakers at the Theology of the Body Institute's virtual conference. Mm-hmm. And so that, there were 70,000 people who tuned in to that wow. in one way or another. And that was worldwide. I got so many messages from different places like, do you, is your body matters going to be translated into Spanish, which we are doing right now. Yeah. And so I would say it has been a slow, arduous process of trying to disseminate his theology of the body, which I would say is one of his premier uh, works given to us. Um, but given, I mean, think about it, Dave, like, you know how slow the church goes, mm-hmm. but with media and with uh, so many people knowing about it and so many lay people are helping to get this message out. Mm-hmm. And why are we doing that? Because in a sex saturated culture, we realize that if we don't start talking about the truth of the body mm-hmm. and theology body is not only about sexuality, it's an anthropology, like what it means to be human made in God's image and likeness. Mm-hmm. I, I think that is slowly but surely coming along, and um, I witnessed that in my talks. I witnessed it this past virtual uh, conference. Um, and, and in fact, today at 2 o'clock, a whole bunch of TOB enthusiasts from around the country, I'm sorry, I should say around the world, we're going to pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet together oh, yeah, okay. for his birthday. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Monica Ashour is founder, executive director of Tobit, the Theology of the Body Evangelization Team. They're located online at Tobit.org. And she is, I mean, we're so blessed to have her here with us uh, locally because she really is one of the uh, leading speakers uh, worldwide on the teaching of the theology of the body. And she's been doing this for many, many, many years. So when you think of Christopher West and uh, um, uh, who's uh, the, the gentleman uh, in Philadelphia, the one who does the Theology of the Body Institute. Uh, um, Bill Donahue. Yeah, Bill, yeah. Yeah, Bill Donahue, these kind of people. So, you know, in the same league. So it's, it's great to have you here, especially on the 100th anniversary to have you in Thank studio. You, it's an awesome. If you have a question for Monica, feel free to call in. Uh, she's only going to be on for another seven or eight minutes. So do do uh, uh, be quick about it. 877-757-9424. 877-757-9424. We, uh, we went to a, a Regina Chaley Academy event recently, and a bundle of your books for kids were in the silent auction and, and and we bid and we ended up you know we were competitive we wanted to get them and so uh, i've been reading those to our our um, now seven-year-old son uh, and uh, you know they're, they're great so thank you you've done so much you're you're really kind of covering every age group so if you could just kind of give an overview of you know the, the kind of resources and teaching that you've done over the last what now 20 years has it been yes yes um, i have to also mention my team um yeah because we've had cons, you know, consultation after consultation and editor and writers and other people. And so over the past five years, especially we've developed the body matters. It's a preschool through eighth grade curriculum, um, and, and program that's being disseminated in faith formation groups and Catholic schools. Uh, a lot of homeschoolers are now buying on it and, um, you know, working th- through that. Uh, the book I put in front of you, Catholicism for Everybody. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> the, the thing about that one, and every title of uh, one of my books has the word body in it, just mm-hmm. to kind of raise awareness. Because if you think about when Jesus says, this is my body, does he mean only the material? No, he means all of him mm-hmm. is a gift. But he on the cross with his body gives the gift of self to all of us and mm-hmm. invites us to give the gift of self to him by receiving. Yeah. But the Catholicism for everybody, I'm just so excited about it because it's, although it's for eighth grade, anybody could learn about the Catholic mm-hmm. faith from that perspective. So Cardinal Scola many years ago said, any teaching of the Catholic faith could be viewed from the theology body perspective. So that's what I've tried to do in that book. And so it covers sacramental theology. It covers anthropology, like what it means to be um, a human. It, it covers moral theology. 
eschatology, which is the end times. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm just really happy about that book and the way it has come together. And I think it's a really good overview to theology of the body. Yeah. Like we yeah. could cross up the name and say theology of the body just in, in bite sized pieces. So. Right. And, it, and I love it. It's just so, it's visually appealing. It's got a lot of pictures. It's not heavy and it's got graphics and charts and all that. And so I'm so blessed. I'm going to have you assign it. I don't know if I get to keep this one you or do not. Get I to do. Keep you that you one. assign it. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, we, we've got uh, children that will really benefit from this as well. You're just covering all the different age groups of our family. I appreciate <laughs> it so much. Now let me ask you this. Yes, um, if, if I think if you were to ask uh, George Weigel, in fact, I heard George Weigel on, on the, the, the radio the other day talking about John Paul II's contributions, and he, men, he mentioned you know helping to bring down communism in Eastern Europe and uh, World Youth Days, and um, you know just the being out there with the people. Uh, what, what, do you think? Do you think theology of the body is his greatest contribution as pope, or do you do, do you think there are? What, what are some of the other well, ones even that I didn't mention? I would say that theology of the body is part of his ultimate contribution. I yeah. would say his ultimate contribution is taking seriously the human person, which is going to have to be the visible and the invisible mm-hmm. because we are body persons and helping us to realize we are made for greatness. Yeah. So I'm repackaging the seventh grade book, Our Bodies Made Male and Female. And one of the chapters I want the seventh graders to know is that within all of us, there's an archetype, like a blueprint of being a hero. Mm-hmm. So in his uh, first encyclical, Pope John Paul would say, um, this is Redeemer of Man, that we are meant for greatness. He even says that another word for Christianity mm-hmm. is looking at wonder at yourself. Yeah. So yeah. often I hear people say, well, I'm only human, I sin, I'm only human, whatever. And they're denigrating humanity rather yeah. than elevating it. We share in the divine nature, mm-hmm. which means we share in love. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I would say. He, he gives us that perspective of the greatness of humanity filled with Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit for mm-hmm. the Father. I, I, how much penetration has Theology of the Body had? I, I think, you know, your work in, in otherwise, uh, in Catholic schools, in Catholic, you know, uh, the, the average Catholic knowledge of the, of these teachings. And I also wonder, the, another part of the question is, uh, could there be some sort of this taught in public schools? I mean, <laughs> can, can you, can you take the, whatever the public schools would think would be too, Religious and still teach some form of it, or would that just strip of it of its very essence? Dave, I was telling your wife yesterday that I'm trying. I'm going to hopefully go to the Texas State School Board in uh-huh. July and testify because I want them to know that the health curriculum that they're trying to inculcate with these children in public yeah. schools, it's not good for um, them. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, um, I was just thinking about that and praying about it this morning that. I want to repackage the body matters and do a Protestant version mm-hmm. as well as doing a um, quote unquote secular version. I like calling it a, a natural law version. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think it's definitely possible because all you have to say is look at the human body. Mm-hmm. The human body reveals a great um, um, understanding of the human person that we're all made for love. Yeah. And anybody of any race, creed, you know, way of life could see that we are made for that and the yeah. body matters. Yeah. yeah there's some things that uh, some people don't even like the term natural law but uh, it's 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 part of who we are right right uh okay last question i, I want to uh again monica ashauer here at uh, theology of the body evangelization team check out her resources tobit.org uh just want to give you the last two minutes anything you want to say and also you know in the in the covid age uh how has that changed your ability obviously you're not probably getting out as much or uh what uh, just i'll just open it up to whatever you want to say these last two minutes yeah so uh, as far as um the coronavirus the unfortunate thing is we are not body to body with people I'm surprised you're here with me and I don't have to wear a mask mm-hmm. but we're far enough well, I'm apart. in my body suit so that protects me <laughs> right <laughs> so what, what I'm hoping that uh, especially children at schools I think they're tired of not being around yeah. in the classroom and I think what that shows is technology is not sufficient yeah. technology ought to be at our service not dictating our lives mm-hmm. so that's one thing I would like to, to say about that and then there's a difference with regard to when we don't go to mass we don't get to encounter the body of Christ, the Eucharistic body of Christ, or the body of Christ others as well. And then, of course, I sort of need to shout out to St. John Paul and um, just let him know I'm, I'm confident he is behind the veil. Mm-hmm. And by behind the veil, I mean like 
one of the things I think he brings to the table is the difference between, or not difference between, that there is the supernatural and the natural, the visible and invisible, the human and the divine. And so now he has gone behind, behind the veil to heaven, and we know that he is interceding for us and that um, life is good. But our ultimate goal is not to avoid the coronavirus, not to avoid death, but to go through the gateway behind the veil mm-hmm. to encounter him and all the angels and saints with God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yeah. Amen. I wish I had another hour with you. Uh, Me too. But I do got to let you go to move on to the other guests. Thank you, Dave. Uh, but, but thanks so much. Uh, let's do a longer interview sometime because uh, there, there's so much there. And I always enjoy uh, just listening to you talk. And I know I'm not alone because uh, you're very you know on demand in the speaker circuit and all that. All right. So everything they need to know is at Tobit.org, right? Tobit.org, and thank you for the pleasure. Happy yeah, birthday, John yeah, Paul. That's right. Happy birthday. I won't sing because I want to keep a few of our listeners uh, tuned in. All right. So that's Monica Ashour, uh, Tobit.org, Executive Director of the Theology of the Body Evangelization Team. And <clears throat> just say a little prayer today of asking for the intercession of uh, this great saint and uh, pope. John Paul II, we are so blessed uh, to live uh, 27 years, I think he was Pope, uh, in, in most of our lives. I know my whole life. Uh, I mean, his pontificate, I got to experience all of it. All right, so let's uh, move on. We're going to skip our break, and we're going to go straight to our um, our next guest, because this is something also uh, that's really exciting that's going on. Uh, I've gotten to know Masango Osong and his wife Sylvia and his work with uh, Bibles On and now Catholic Brain. Uh, just one of the most innovative, creative, and uh, just mission-focused people that I know. And he wants to talk about uh, CatholicBrain.com and also a virtual VBS that is being offered on his uh, website through Catholic Brain. It was launched in 2017, Catholic Brain. It provides innovative solutions for pre-K through 8th grade faith formation and religious education, enabling schools and parishes to deliver outstanding faith learning experiences engaging students and involving parents in faith formation, equipping catechists and religion teachers and empowering DREs and school administrators. You can read that same uh, information if you go to catholicbrain.com. Masan Gosong, uh, good afternoon. Thanks for being on the program today. Good afternoon, Dave. How are you? Good, good. Thanks so much. Uh, we're trying to get Pete Socks on with us as well, Director of Content and Marketing. But uh, Masango, other than what I've just mentioned, tell us about Catholic Brain, I, I'm amazed at the associations you have with Brother Francis, our Sunday visitor. Uh, when I go on the site and see the resources that are there, it's just amazing. So uh, tell us a little bit more about the inspiration behind this and, and how it's going for you now. It's going pretty well, Dave, and um, thanks again for having me. Uh, um, we developed a platform over a three-year uh, period which addresses the needs of uh 27, 21st century faith formation, right? So yes. it's an online faith formation platform for pre-K through 8th grade. We have over 5,000 video lessons, Bible stories, saint stories, everything that the catechism or the area needs to engage students and involve parents in faith formation. And over the last uh, years, we've had over about 4,000 parish and school use our programs, and um, it's exciting. And in the midst of the COVID-19, we're really, um, really the platform to use for distance learning, pretty much. Yeah, I see here uh, people can have a 30-day free trial, uh, Catholic Faith Formation Platform for students, parents, teachers, and catechists. As, uh, you mentioned the Catholic schools and all of them that are signing up, parishes. It's really anybody that's listening, whether they want to do it with their school or homeschool um, community. It's it's really uh, set up for anybody. Uh, I guess you can talk about how people are using these resources. I mean, when you say five thousand video lessons, I'm like, oh my goodness, that is so much content. Well, we'll bring Pete into the conversation here in a moment and talk about the content. But uh, how how do people yeah. access it? And tell us like kind of maybe some of the the ways people are using it. So that's a good question. So they, they use it for. You know, we have the videos are pretty geared towards catechism, right? They, they teach short videos, five to eight minutes long. They watch the video. The students will watch the video and then take a quiz. And then teachers and catechists can track what the students are doing so they can see the performance and parents as well. 
And then we have daily videos, daily Bible stories, daily send videos that encourages the kids to, to live the faith daily at home. And there's also tracking available for that. And we give the students an incentive to watch the videos every day by way of uh, badges and stars. Mm. So it, it's really an engaging platform with all the videos and quizzes. And we also have games, interactive games that kids love today, right? Yeah. Um, I'm a catechist as well. When I teach faith formation using the books, the books are great, but they don't think the kids are not engaged at all. So the videos are really engaging and the kids really like it. Yeah, we've watched a lot of the videos at our house as well, and my kids have uh, enjoyed them very much. Uh, Masan Song, founder and CEO of Catholic Brain. Go to catholicbrain.com. We're going to talk about their virtual VBS program, and uh, wow, what a what a summer to do that. Uh, unfortunately, I guess in a sense, because of all the COVID stuff. Pete Sox is director of content and marketing, and uh, we welcome him to the program as well. Hi, Pete. Peach. Hi, Dave. How are you? Hey, good. Thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at the site and it just blows me away. The, uh, you know, 5,000 resources, <coughs> saints videos, assessments and competitions, ebooks, Catholic dictionary, study programs, on and on and on. How do you get your head around and how do you, how do you, did you bring all this together to give us an overview of, of just the, the, the wide array of content that you have on this site? So, as Asanga mentioned, it's been development for uh, three years now. So it's been a uh, it's 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 been an active three years of going out, creating content, finding uh, who we can partner with to bring that content into you know one overarching program under one umbrella uh, to really provide a single uh, single source for teachers and homeschooling families to be able to educate their children in the Catholic faith. Yeah, you know, I recently voiced a 30-lesson confirmation series that you had, and I, of course, in voicing it and then listening back and editing it, I really got to digest the content. And I was talking to my wife and daughter last night, and I said, boy, the... The content is so good. I mean, it, they're, they're, it's such quality. Do you have mm-hmm. writers, and like in this particular one with confirmation, how do you how do you just assure that the quality and also the faithfulness of the material that you know you're never going to teach anything contrary to the the church's teachings? How how do you assure that? So we have teachers on staff that are writing uh, content for us in, in that realm, and um, they're also doing the. Uh, Daily readings, uh, we, um, with the word I want to use, abridge those or adapt those so that they're kind of, uh, easier for kids to understand each day. And our lesson plans and everything are, are run through those, uh, teachers as well. So that's who we have taking care of that to make sure that it's, you know, good quality content that we're putting out there. I love on the the website and uh, Masango. I want to bring you back in. I, I mentioned about your um, collaboration with Brother Francis, with our Sunday Visitor, and a lot of other groups as well. You have a quote on your website: "The saints in every age excel at using new media to reach people. Constantine did it with the book when the scroll was going out of style. Father Peyton did it with the radio. Bishop Sheen did it with TV. Catholic Brain stands in this great tradition of teaching youth the way they actually can be taught in words that actually." makes sense. Dr. Scott Hahn uh, quoted that. So, boy, I'll tell you, it's just amazing the, the, the people that you've got to endorse it. And uh, talk, talk about some of your other relationships and who's helping you to promote this and uh, can, kind of further the reach of this, Masango. Yeah, that was uh, Pete's uh, work with Dr. Scott Hahn, um, getting that endorsement. We've been talking with him for the last few months, and finally he after reviewing the site, he was able to provide us with those amazing words, and which is very encouraging for us. We also have a bishop at uh, uh, Pete's Diocese of um, Hanover, Hanover, Pennsylvania, who endorsed the platform. You can see his endorsement on the website as well. Uh, we're also uh, working with the Diocese of Dallas to get the bishop is currently reviewing the site. We're waiting to get an endorsement from him. Um, you know, we're working closely with our Sunday visitor to bring in their curriculum on Catholic Brain. We're going to announce that sometime at the end of this month or sometime mid-June. So that's also exciting. We're bringing 
we're going to be working with publishers to bring in their curriculum on Catholic Brain. Um, so it's really exciting. But what we're really excited about is this virtual VBS program that we just launched last um, on Friday last week. We're hoping families during this time of COVID-19, families can come together at home and live their faith, learn about Christ, and um, it's really exciting. It's going to be an exciting program for yeah. to do this summer, right? Yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell Pete, let me bring Pete Sox back in, Director of Content and Marketing. Uh, tell us more about VBS, because like my son said, a lot of families every summer, they're just used to sending their kids to vacation Bible school at the parish or... Uh, this this year, needless to say, it's a little trickier, uh, and in some cases, perhaps could be unsafe. Yeah. Uh, so, so, tell us how people can tap into this resource. So, you can go to vbs.catholicbrain.com, and on there, you'll um, get a flavor for what we're providing each day. It's a five-day program, uh, which is your typical vacation Bible school program. This is virtual, however, uh, it can be completed and done. Um, at your convenience whenever through the summer. Um, we're encouraging uh, schools and, and parishes and homeschooling families to use this uh, avenue as a way to continue to keep kids engaged in the faith this summer. Uh, we have it built around some Brother Francis material, pulled in some other videos, a uh, quote of the day, a virtue of the day, a, a scripture quote of the day for them to memorize. And uh, it's really a program that the entire family um, can get involved with, and that's one of the that's one of the challenges that I keep hearing from teachers and principals is we need to find a way to get the entire family involved, and and Catholic Brain helps that um, because of the platform we're using and the technology that we use. But if they go to vbs.catholicbrain.com, uh, that's where they can sign up. There's also on the top menu we just added, there's a preview button so you can see uh, day one's content to give you a feel for what what all we have in the program. Yeah, I'm on the site here and it's really, you know, visually impressive. Uh, uh, day one is who is Jesus, day two, the incarnation, day three, redemption, uh, the Eucharist and the Catholic Church. And so it's, it's really a, a great, great material here. What, what's, what's the, um, the, the cost? I know there's here where you can register your parish. Can individual families can do it or well, what, what is the cost for this? Right. Uh, well, you're catching me a little off guard there, Dave. Let me pull that up here on my phone. That, that <laughs> means it's you, free. I get you that free. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe it's one ninety nine for parish. Now. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? It's one ninety nine for school or parish, and one ninety nine for school or parish, forty nine ninety nine for a family, and if you're a current. Catholic Brain subscriber, it's free. Okay, okay. And I mentioned, uh, Masanko about the 30-day free trial. Um, does that include the Vacation Bible School program? Uh, do they get that free if they for the 30 days, or do they, is this separate? That's separate. Okay. It doesn't include uh, the VBS program. Okay. Um, I just have a couple of minutes uh, left. I just want to give each of you a minute to just say whatever you want to say to encourage people listening right now to get on these uh, two websites, catholicbrain.com and then also vbs.catholicbrain.com for uh, the virtual vacation Bible school. Uh, Masango, yeah, just w- w- what else should our listeners know about what you guys are offering? Go ahead. We are... Uh, working on a series called Adventure Catechism. We've been developing this series uh, for the last, uh, I believe, six or eight months in collaboration with Brother Francis. These are 40 short uh, catechism lessons. We've done 23 so far. There are 17 more to go. We're hoping to get all done by September 1st. So these are, again, short video lessons, five to eight minutes, high-quality animation with songs, and um, they can be they are found on CatholicBrain.com. So it's it's pretty we're pretty excited about this series, and we're hoping that families can join us and uh, you know learn their faith. You know that's what we're that's what we're doing. This we're doing this yeah. for for the church for the Catholic families, and especially during this time where. You know, the, our world is hurting. We're hoping that families can go on Catholic Brain and and use the product, use the the programs. It's um, it's, it's really good quality. Yeah, it really is. All right, Pete. Last word here, Pete Sox, uh, Director of Content and Marketing. Uh, what else should our listeners know? 
Well, for me personally, it's been a blessing working on this project from the ground up, and uh, it's been great um, coordinating with teachers and, and parents and listening to how Catholic Brain has been come something that's helped them reach the kids and the youth today and the families today, and, and that's probably the best um, blessing out of all this is, is uh, seeing people's reaction of when they finally get in the platform and use it, how much impact it has. And, and I encourage everyone just to, to go out there, try the 30-day trial, see for yourself uh, what all the fuss is about because we are, uh, in my mind, we're kind of leading the way. Uh, through this COVID crisis, giving the tools to the schools and parishes that allow them to connect with their students yeah. today remotely. Yeah, well, lots lots more to say. we got to let you all go. But, uh, again, if you visit those sites, uh, dear listeners, you're going to find all the information you need. Outstanding VBS program, great timing for it, because many people are not, a lot of the parishes aren't doing this uh, this year. VBS.CatholicBrain.com, and also just the, the regular site is you know, www.catholicbrain.com. We've been talking to Masan Goosong, CEO and founder, and also Pete Sox, Director of Content and Marketing. Uh, congrats to you, gentlemen, for all the success, and I know it's only going to get better and better, and uh, we'll do it again sometime and continue to keep people updated on how you're doing. Th- thanks for your time today. Amen. Thank you, Dave. All Appreciate right. you. Thanks a lot, uh, Masango and Pete. God bless you both. All right, one minute break, and then we're gonna come back. And uh, boy, what a what a busy show it has been. I'm gonna be joined here uh, in studio with uh, Kartika Rafi, and she uh, emailed me recently and said that she had just uh, opened up uh, her new. Uh, counseling practice called Our Lady of Good Counsel of all names. What a great name. Uh, and she's offering teletherapy during this time of COVID-19. So we'll get to know her and uh, uh, her practice and how perhaps it might help you. We'll uh, have speak with her after this quick one-minute break. This is John Martinoni of the Bible Christian Society. I'm excited to also be teaching high school apologetics with homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider and a sponsor of this station. Your student can meet with me and fellow students online for a live, interactive class. Whether you take apologetics with me, literature with Joseph Pierce, or writing with Aaron Brown, or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, online Catholic learning for your homeschooling family is available for you. Hi, this is Bob Duane with My Mutual Mortgage, a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. My wife, Norma, and I have been longtime supporters of the Guadalupe Radio Network. We are praying for our country and all that are affected by the coronavirus. The drastic fluctuations in the market have caused mortgage rates to drop to record lows. If you'd like an analysis of your mortgage situation, we can be reached by calling 817-527-3166. That's 817-527-3166. My Mutual Mortgage is an equal housing lender, NMLS 12901. All right, we're back. One minute later, and as I as I mentioned, and I, I want to get as much information as we possibly can about Kartika Refi and uh, her new practice, Our Lady of Good Counsel uh, practice, and she is offering teletherapy during the time of COVID. And her website is ologcouncil.com. And you can see on that website that uh, she particularly uh, practices in helping women and couples who experience emotional struggles in their lives and their relationships. And so she, we welcome her to the Good News Show. How you doing? Good to see you. Thank you so much for having me, Dave. And uh, well, I mentioned uh, earlier in the show that the, the two parishes that you and your family uh, attend on a regular basis, one is mine and one is Sissel's, okay? Oh, really? So we, you need to co- you need to commit which one you like better. Okay, yeah, you can turn that up a little bit if uh, if it's is it can you not hear it or that's that's okay. That's okay. okay. Uh so anyway, from St. Mary the Virgin Parish and also St. Philip Parish in Louisville, tell us about what got you into this practice. What inspired you to want to be a counselor in the first place? Well, I think the seeds were planted when I was still very young. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school and in college, yeah. I had a spiritual director and he uh, he was a Carmelite priest and also a retreat master. So he gave a lot of retreats to young people, youth group and young couples. Yeah. And then he trained me to be to give talks in yeah. the retreat and also to hear people for consultation and prayers during the retreat. So those are the seeds that are planted. But it's not 
after, and I enjoy, enjoy mm-hmm. giving talk and enjoy hearing people uh, sharing their problems with me. And so to equip myself to give <clears> the talk, <throat> I went back to school and take uh, theology. Yeah. And then, uh, but then for the counseling itself, it was not until 2015. Yeah. I lost my mother. Mm-hmm. My mother passed away, died in uh, June 2015, and then my spiritual director died in October, mm. and then my aunt, uh, this, who is uh, my father's youngest sister, died in December. Yeah. So within six All that same months, year. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So within six months, I lost three people mm. who were very dear to me, and then in January, we got, uh, we brought home our adopted daughter. Mm-hmm. And it was the happiest day in my life. However, and I, at that moment, I just like, oh, God is healing me from all the losses that I had with my daughter, mm-hmm. which is a blessing. But the happiness didn't last that long. Yeah. It was only like about three months or so before I got into depression. Yeah. It was so gradual and I didn't even realize that. And, uh, I guess it's like I did not finish processing my grief and here I got my daughter with the happiness and everything. And then between these two extremes, my heart couldn't handle it. So I went on a retreat after retreat after retreat. I went to five retreats in that year, mm-hmm. hoping that the Lord would heal me miraculously. And I forced myself also to go to daily mass every day. Yeah. Uh, but the healing did not happen mm-hmm. because I wanted the Lord to heal me. But miraculously, that's, I wanted, I want him to heal me miraculously, supernaturally. Mm-hmm. And then after the last retreat, I just reading my Bible and that I opened randomly and I got into Sirach or Sirach 38. And it says that, uh, I need to make friends with the doctor because God established doctor to heal people. Yeah. And that, uh, the recovery is also in doctor's hands because they too pray to God. And because of that, I was like, Oh my goodness. So I got to see, uh, somebody who is professional in this matter. So I, I should not just sit there and, uh, expect God to heal me miraculously. So I went to see a counselor. She is a Christian counselor. And she also a graduate of uh, Dallas Baptist University, and it, she helped me a lot. Oh, yeah. She so that, that human lot. instrument is what you really yes. needed, right? Yes. And this is what after that that you started getting yes. serious about getting your own degrees because yes. I, I see after your name MTS M A L M F T Associate. Uh, what does all that mean? So MTS that's from my theological studies, and then MA is Master of Arts in Professional Counseling. Mm-hmm. I graduated from Dallas Baptist University, and then LMFT is Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist. Yeah. Associate. Yeah. 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 And I, I mentioned in the introduction that uh, you specialize in women and couples who experience emotional struggles in their lives and relationships. Obviously, as a woman, you probably understand women issues. Yes. Um, uh, well, why, um, why do you focus on those particular, uh, you know, subsets of, of the population? Why, why women and couples do you, are you mostly interested in? Because they are my favorite clients. Yeah, you don't like men, the us men, huh? No, uh, I do. <laughs> I do, but I think uh, women tend to be, women, uh, our nature is we are caretakers. We yeah. always give, 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 and then we tend to forget to take care of ourselves. Yeah. So especially Christian women, you know, because of we need to serve, we need to serve, we need to serve. And we forgot that the Lord said, love your neighbors as yourself, but we forgot like the, the second part of love yourselves. We just give and give and give. And sometimes we forget to take care of ourselves. That's uh, one thing about uh, Catholic women. And then the Catholic cap- couples is because 
I'm very concerned about the divorce rate among mm-hmm. Christian couples. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's alarming, isn't it? It is. Yeah. What you described, uh, I, you know, go, of course, every everybody's situation is unique and different. Mm-hmm. And yours was uh, likely mm-hmm. brought on by those three deaths that you mentioned about and within six months. Um, but I mean, as, as recently as last summer, I went through a really serious, I, I guess, funk for a la- lack of a better word. And I have had depressive episodes in my life. How does somebody... And I and I've I've sought counselors and I've been have benefited from them as well in the past. Uh, how does somebody know that what they're going through is a we, they need a counselor or or maybe even a medical doctor? Right? How does somebody kind of uh, uh, determine what, what, who they need to talk to? What should be the first step? Or well, it depends, you know. Uh, First, of course, we need to see our uh, physical health first. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you have enough sleep? Do you have enough? Uh, do you have good appetites? Things like that, you know, just uh, the normal things. And then I think it's good to see a counselor first, mm-hmm. not because I'm a counselor, yeah. but because they can give you a better perspective, you know, whether because we also have a work ethic that if it is outside of our expertise, then we have to refer our clients to somebody else. So a counselor will say, oh, maybe it can work in tandem, right? You go to see a doctor or psychiatrist because they are helping you with the uh, with the medicine and everything. But we also need this uh that you can talk to somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know, you opened up your practice just recently and what an interesting time to begin your practice I in know. the middle of, uh, you know, the upheaval that everybody's uh-huh. experienced over the last few months. And so how has that changed? And now, you know, we're, it seems like we're kind of easing out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so what, what is the state of the practice right now? I mentioned teletherapy. Is, are you doing that exclusively? Any in person or, or yeah. what? Oh, yeah. I do. Both in okay. person and teletherapy. It's not just because of the coronavirus. Yeah. Because I'm licensed in the state of Texas, so I can see anybody who lives in Texas. Okay. So even if they are in San Antonio or Amarillo, I can see that through video uh, therapy. Okay. So uh, even if um, there was no coronavirus, or even yes. a year from now when yes. this is a distant memory, yeah. they, you'll still do that. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, what, what are, um, what are the, uh, from your experience, the, the biggest problems that you may, people should be aware of, uh, in, in marriages or what are you finding? What are the, the problems? I know you can't talk about particular cases, but, yeah. uh, maybe some of the big things that people might just say, well, I, I, yeah, maybe I, I need think, to work on that. Yeah. The biggest problem is the disconnection. Yeah. Because with children, with so many life affairs, you know, and then we forgot to make connection with our spouse, mm-hmm. that intimacy, emotional intimacy. So when there is no connection, when there is no intimacy emotionally, yeah, we just like living like roommates. We can yeah. be that way or any issue can be escalating very quickly mm-hmm. yeah. because there is no security knowing that our spouse, our partner is always going to be there for us. Yes, yes. And uh, just checking in at least once a day. I know uh, my, my wife and I like to just sit in the couch. We're not perfect about it, but you know, mm-hmm. most days we'll just yeah. sit in the couch. How, how's the day going? Yes. And I, I know that's very important. Yes. And so, like I said, we've, we've had ups and downs in communication oh, yes. like anybody else yes, has. Of um, uh, how, how is the, the, the COVID, uh, time period, these last two or three months in some ways brings families together, but it also can, you know, people can get in each other's nerves. How has yes. it exacerbated some of the problems? And also how has it blessed families in your experience? In my own family, we are blessed because we got to spend more time together. Yeah. And we got to pray together now. Before, it just all, uh, we pray rosary together every day, but now we do divine mercy together because the kids are not in school, you know, so we just pray more together. And, uh, but 
for some families, I guess like the financial problem, the that they have to homeschool the kids for those who are not used to it. It's another burden. So it becomes more stressful in many ways and it can You know, if you don't have that, what I mentioned before, the intimacy, the mm-hmm. security, the feeling of security, it just can go into a different directions and it can make problems mm-hmm. in your relationship and yeah. in your marriage. I want to open up the phone lines in case anybody wants to ask a question. You can get a little mini therapy session here <laughs> <laughs> if you want to. Phone number is 877-757-9424, 877-757-9424. And uh, my guest is Kartika Rafi. Uh, she has opened up uh, just recently her brand new um, uh, apostolate uh, business, I guess you could say, Our Lady of Good Counsel therapy and also teletherapy as well. You can find her online at ologcouncil.com as in Our Lady of Good then council.com ologcouncil.com so feel free to uh, visit that website and also uh, give her a call as well. We'll give you uh, the, the the contact information here at the at the end of the interview as well. Um, you know, as the, the guests before you, Monica Ashour mm-hmm. talking about the theology of the body evangelization team and then Masan Go and Pete talking about VBS. Uh, so I know you went to um, DBU, uh, you said, the Baptist, uh, for your training, but I, at the same time, you're authentically Catholic. How, how, how does your Catholic faith integrate into your practice? When somebody comes, is it different than a secular therapist or even a, a Protestant therapist? How, is it, how, how does it feel and, and look Catholic? Uh, first of all, my Catholic uh, identity is by viewing each client who comes to my office as uh, created in the image and likeness of God. Mm-hmm. And they have this dignity. They have this vocation. And then uh, as far as like relationship, I am pro-marriage. Mm-hmm. So I will uh, try to help couples to repair what is uh what is in their, you know, their relationship are in distress and I will help them to not just to survive, but to be thriving and to be holy couple like that. Uh, my Catholic faith, uh, how am I different than other secular, um, than other secular counselors? I would say because I can integrate faith in the counseling yeah. process. Well, uh, It depends. I will, I will meet my clients wherever they are. So wherever they are comfortable with. And one more thing that I think, uh, very distinguished is I pray for my clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With them and when they're not there yes. as well, right? Yes. Uh, uh, that's true. Uh, great. You have on your website, I just wanted you to maybe, uh, elaborate a bit on this. My promise is not only will I be fully present for you in every session, meet you where you are and support you, but I'll also speak up and challenge you, mm-hmm. inspiring you to once again move forward in your life meaningfully and intentionally. I know when somebody plays sports, um, you know, my, my daughters do Irish dancing and they, mm-hmm. they, they, they want their coach to, to, to challenge them. Yes. You don't want uh-huh. the coach to just say, Oh, you're doing great. Yes, you know, okay, yes. everything's fine. Uh-huh. You, 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 especially in sports, uh-huh. people want that, but it, it, it goes even more so uh, for something like this. So, how do you find that balance of challenging somebody without them thinking like, "Oh my gosh, I, I feel like she's you know beating me up." Uh, where, where's, where's that? Where's that line? Well, the challenge is like this. Usually, people don't like to be in a like feeling sad or emotionally sad during counseling, and they are they. You know, they don't uh, realize it, but they would try to exit. Mm-hmm. They would try to talk about just something on the surface. And when I try to go deeper, they would just try again. So I would just try to stay and dig deeper and deeper mm-hmm. so that they can really attune to to understand their their deepest emotion. Yeah, yeah. So that's the challenge. Do you, uh, do you do like life coaching or is this just helping people during a particular time in their life? Is it normally you see them for a few months and then they say, you know what, I feel better now. I no mm-hmm. longer or it's not going on and on and on for years. No, right? I, 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 well, uh, counselors want to be uh to be terminated, actually. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, yeah that's the that's goal, our right? Goal. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. our goal. So to make them ready. So 
I try to be as um, short as possible. Usually, of course, we don't expect years of uh, struggles can be fixed in just couple sessions, yeah. you know. But usually, with the marriage uh, couple therapist, usually it lasts less than 20 sessions, yeah. about 20 sessions or so. Yeah. Know. I want to ask you about, gosh, I wish I had more time, but we, we're running out of time. And I want to get an update from Sissel on our Facebook page. Uh, Kartika Refi here's here, her website, uh, OLOGcouncil.com. I want to do another interview with you sometime and talk Thank about fam- family history and mm-hmm. uh, how much, you know, the, the, the good and the bad, the baggage that we bring into mm-hmm. relationships. That's really important. Important, isn't yes, it? And I'm sure yes, you need to know all that yes. before you you start a session, uh-huh. right? Uh, what was That's your relationship true. with your dad, your mom, exactly. and all that kind of uh-huh. stuff? Uh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much uh, thank for you. coming thank in. Thank you for having me. Uh, please visit her website ologcouncil.com. We didn't talk about price, but of course, all that can be negotiated yes, uh-huh. once uh, people get in, in touch with you. Nine seven two seven 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 heal. As in H E A L, not like the thing on your foot. Um, nine seven two seven 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 heal or four three two five is the um, the phone number, and it's probably just easier to go to o l o g counsel dot com, Our Lady of Good Counsel dot com. Thank you so much. It's, Thank uh, you, let's Jeff. do it again okay. sometime. Yes, All right, Cecil. What's our What's our update? Uh, what do you think our update is, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I saw my dear mother joined, and so that was nice. Yeah, we're that, trying, that's we're where trying we're to get at. to three hundred. <laughs> so we've only had one. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Thank you very much to your mother for joining. So are we We're at 390 or? Three, uh, two, two, I'm 288. sorry, 288. 288. Okay. So wow. 12 more. Okay, you know I what know it what is? is this little the, bump. The, the, the conversations have been so engaging. Exactly. Nobody wants to stop listening. Exactly. Even go. to go and join. Except for my mom, because she's Obviously. like, oh, I get to hear she's this like, guy. She's like, I all can multitask. Yeah. yeah, this guy, I've been dealing with this guy for 53 years. I don't have to listen to him again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go to our Facebook page mm-hmm. and I'll, uh, and do join the, the Dallas Fort Worth group. By yes. the time next Monday comes along, now seriously, we got to be at 300. Uh, right? I think it would be quite embarrassing if we came back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I might have to create some fake profiles. If, if we only join. got one per show, I mean, gosh. Oh, no, we're never going to catch I, up with you. I also want to remember, remind everybody, I want to redeem myself here. July 23rd is yes. our Summer Speaker Series event. Yes. Uh, Cecil was saying it was the 18th, but I don't oh. know what you... <laughs> I'm nice, kidding, thanks. I'm kidding. No, I made the mistake earlier. Also, uh, hey, go to uh, Homeschool Connections and uh, sign up for their classes, uh, online classes. I teach Tim Staples, John Martinoni. We'll talk more about that next time. Maybe we'll have them in studio. Okay. God bless you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show. The Diocese of Fort Worth will live stream the Chrism Mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral on Thursday, May 28th on the front page of the Fort Worth Diocesan website at fwdioc.org starting at 5.30 p.m. During the Chrism Mass, the Bishop blesses the sacramental oils used throughout the year in every parish in the diocese and the priests of the diocese renew their promises to the priesthood. The blessed oils play an essential role in bestowing grace in sacramental rite and the Mass itself reveals the unity of the worldwide church. Loretta House in Denton is a pregnancy resource center that serves women dealing with unplanned pregnancies. They provide free pregnancy testing and free ultrasounds. Clients receive material goods like diapers, baby items, clothing, parenting classes, and more. Loretta House is an official apostolate of the Diocese of Fort Worth. All services are provided free of charge and remain completely confidential. Many babies are saved and many hearts changed. For more information, visit LorettaHouse.org or call 940-380-8191. Hi, this is Dave here at the station. You know, we're all feeling the impact of the pandemic that we're living through right now. Every family has been greatly impacted. Small businesses have been particularly hit hard, and that's why I'm asking you to please keep all of our KTH 910 AM sponsors in prayer during this challenging time. Many of them have had to close down or limit their hours. When you hear of a KTH sponsor, lift them up in prayer, and also, as you're able, support them and thank them for their support of this station. Thank you. 
Hi, this is Norma Duane with My Mutual Mortgage, a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. My husband, Bob, and I have been longtime supporters of the Guadalupe Radio Network. We are praying for our country and all that are affected by the coronavirus. The drastic fluctuations in the market have caused mortgage rates to drop to record lows. If you'd like an analysis of your current mortgage rate, payment, or term, we can be reached at 817-527-3166. That's 817-527-3166. My Mutual Mortgage is an equal housing lender, NMLS 12901. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.